Everyone loves shopping online. Well, I'm gonna tell you what I tell my golf buddies when they buy clubs. Stop searching for coupon codes. Download Capital One Shopping to your computer. Capital One Shopping instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout. Plus, it's free, and you don't even need a Capital One card to use it. That's like hitting a hole in one without even trying. Capital One Shopping, it's kind of genius. What's in your wallet? Savings and available coupons vary. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers... Open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the SEO manager for MediaWiz. Well, John, I know you're just meeting a deadline. How's your week been? Very busy. It's always fun to, to have lots to do. How about you? Good. I've actually uh, things like Proposal City this one this week. It's uh, I've got them all booked up next week to do deliveries for some proposals. So excellent, good. excellent. Okay. No sign of uh, the economy slowing down the SEO world in my in my world. Actually, no. We, we had a bit of a drop for a while there. Um, Contracts were getting that much harder to sign. I think just because people were still leery of signing anything when the economy was all over the place, but uh, it's uh, changing now. So, yeah, I definitely, definitely think people get a bit more confidence back. Yay! <laughs> so we asked last week for some questions. Uh, we wanted people to send in some questions to us, and uh, after much prodding, we've got a few in. <laughs> and uh, why don't we start with those? Do you want to start with the first one? Um, sure. Um, question one's from uh, Richard Burkhart. That's uh, um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'll start that question again. Um, question one's from Richard Burkhart. I'm sending it to us via LinkedIn. Um, just a little bit of uh, history there. Richard and I were actually finalists in a, in a blogging competition um, for Search Engine Journal a year or so ago. And uh, he's a pretty smart guy. But it's, and hence, he's asking us a pretty smart and technical question. So if this might be a little bit beyond SEO 101, but I think it's something people should understand and know. So, um, so bear with me for a second because it's a multi-part question. All right. <laughs> so um, he asks, let's say you have a ton of incoming links that are bad. Say part of a URL is missing or was mistyped, you know, whatever reason. And, and, and he doesn't have this, but an example of that would be if someone puts you on like a blog roll and they had 500 links from their site to yours and they mistyped a URL so you get all these 404 errors because this blog roll is wrong. Um, I think that's the kind of thing he's talking about. Um, so the URL is wrong. Um, and you couldn't create a dummy page for that specific URL. Um, and maybe in other instances that the, the URL changes and maybe they just got one part of the domain wrong. So there's a bunch of different links and you don't know where they're coming from. Um, so 
again, um, he's saying that's going to be easy. You get a 404 error, you take care of it. What he's asking is if you have this situation where you have a bunch of bad links coming to your site and you don't know what these bad links are going to be ahead of time, um, is there a way in HT Access, um, which would be on an Apache server, or um, any other way you can think of that to, to list the bad incoming links and 301 redirect them to another page before they're reported as a 404 error? So you can try to capture some of that link juice. Um, so let's try to let's try to consolidate this into a little bit simpler question. Um, if you have bad links coming into your site, they're they're incorrect. Is there a way to capture those, redirect them to the, a, another page or the proper page before they send out the 404 error? And the reason he's asking is because if you could do that, you might be able to capture some of that link juice and pass it to the proper page. If it comes in as a 404, the link juice just kind of evaporates. Um, in my and I did a little bit of research, Richard, to see if there was a way to do this. And, I, and as far as I can tell... There's no way to predict what this incorrect link is going to be, so there's no way to capture it prior to the header response of the 404. So um, because the first thing the server is going to send back before you have a chance to do anything is that header response, and if it doesn't exist, it's going to be a 404. So there's no way to intercept that, and prior to sending out the initial header response, intercept it, change it to another header response. So um, unless somebody else out there knows a way to do this, anything that I, everything I read or could find says there's no way to intercept it prior to the 404. Um, so your best bet in that case is to have a really nice 404 page that gives people some access to other parts of your site, um, you know, just the, the standard usability type stuff for 404s. But to try to capture that link juice at, at this time, I don't know a way to do it. Okay. This is... Just a note. I think uh, I interpret it differently. His oh, question. you do. <clears throat> he's, uh, from what I can tell, he's asked. Um, he's he's given us an example of a, a URL that he knows is broken. Um, it, it has created a 404 on his site. So in this case, it's www.yourdomain.com slash um, your dress, and then it just stops. Maybe it's got some dot dot dots. It's right. it's, it's not a real URL. You can't create. A, uh, a dummy page and have it redirect. Um, how do you create the 301? And again, like you said, intercept it before it becomes a 404. And maybe I'm confused too, but it seemed to me that it was, it was a URL that he noticed. He says, notice the dots. Let's say the URL was copied that way. How right. can, you can't create a dummy page, so what do you do? So, so the, the problem, it's the, it's the same thing, Ross. The problem is, is you, unless you know what the incorrect URL is ahead of time, so you know that there's a link out there that's wrong because they misspelled your, spelled, um, your domain. You can, create a, you can create a redirect that looks for that misspelled domain and then redirects it to the right place because you know what to look for. If you don't know what to look for, there's no way to intercept it before you get that 404 error and replace it with a 301. Okay, so he's saying that you don't know this ahead of time. I wasn't sure that. I thought maybe right. you did know the one ahead of time, but yeah. they were URLs that were just weird. Yeah, no, I mean, and, and the reason I that, that I think I interpreted it that way because I, I kind of I don't know Richard. We've met once at one of the conventions, but he, he's written a lot online, and I'm sure he's smart enough to understand that if you know it, it's easy enough to to, to capture that and, and redirect it with a 301. Um, so my interpretation was based on well, what happens if you don't know it? And that, I think that's a, a good question. 
and that's what I did my research on. Is there a way, if you don't know what the URL is, through scripting? But I mean, you can you could probably add certain wildcards if you have a guess. You know, people have a tendency to misspell a word in your domain because it's a commonly misspelled word. Maybe you can set up a 301 that would look for that specifically and realize, okay, this is the misspelling, but they, what they really meant was that. That you can do, and that you could capture ahead of time because you have you, know, you can use wildcards. But if you have no idea what the wrong, you know, the misspelling or the incorrect format or what this bad URL is. You know, there's no way to predict it. So you, there's no way to intercept it. Hmm. Okay. Well, well, I, I'm interested to see what Richard says. Uh, hopefully, he, he can provide some input on this because uh, I'm still seeing it a little bit differently. But we'll see. Well, we'll see how he comes out with it, and uh, um, hopefully, we can help him out with this. I don't know. Maybe there is something we don't know uh, about. And maybe uh, yeah. someone can add something to us. I was going to say, if any other listeners have any ideas yeah. of how to predict, you know, incorrect URLs and maybe or, or intercept them somehow, we'd love to hear it as well. I mean, we can learn it just as best, just as much as anybody else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Now, now, question two was from from a Marjorie Meachin. She's on Twitter. Uh, I've been following her for a while, and we have some. I've seen a few notes from her. It's uh, it's nice to follow some interactive people. And she's asked, "What do you think the impact of Google removing PageRank from the toolbar would have on link building, specifically, and SEO in general?" So the toolbar, the Google toolbar. What happens when it removes the page rank? Can we can we preface this question because there's some stuff going around saying this is probably what prompted this question. Google has removed PR reporting from Webmaster Tools, um, so you can't go into Webmaster Tools anymore and see what the PR pages of your pages and things are. And I think that might be what prompted this question. Hmm. Okay. Well, you know, what do you think the impact of Google removing PR from the toolbar would be? I think it's a good thing, <laughs> personally. <laughs> I, I think there's too much focus put on it. I would stand up and cheer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a lot of people, uh, namely clients, that would say, oh, no, I've got PR2, PR whatever, and and they're still getting rankings, but they're concerned that that's going to mean they're going to lose rankings or something's happening, and a lot of times it's not the case. PR just doesn't have that much impact anymore. And I wouldn't be a bit surprised if this question is not a little bit uh, – um, ahead of his time, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be at all surprised to see that happen within the next, you know, quarter or two. That the PR PR toolbar pulled off of the the tool. So. I guess it really depends just how much Google, uh, you know, the head dudes are feel that the page rank offers trust to people. Yeah. Well, so. what 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 their explanation was about why they pulled it out of Webmaster Tools this week was that they said we recommend that people do not use PR. We don't look at PR as a way to measure their site. And we they felt it was a, a little bit um, hypocritical to tell them that on one hand and then you know be showing them the information in Webmaster Tools on the other. So that's why they pulled it out of Webmaster Tools. And that's what, something that leads me to think, well, if they did it there, there's a good chance that they may do it in the toolbar as well eventually. It took them long enough to notice that yeah. hypocritical. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Exactly. <laughs> Hmm. Wonder why that was an afterthought. But, but, <laughs> but, but let's address her question though, because um, a lot of SEOs really, really look at that hard still to this day, and they use it to, to show results to clients. They use it for a number of reasons. Um, they use it in research when they're looking at sites, whether or not they want to, you know, look at that as a potential um, link for their site. If they want to try to generate a link on a site, they look at the PR of the site as one of the primary indicators. So she asks a good question. How do you think that's going to affect link building in general, Russ? Well, I, I'd like to answer that, and I will right after the break. 
SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Want to learn the biggest asset to driving online success? Let me introduce you to my expert advisor, PixelSilk. PixelSilk is a robust content management system built on a foundation to create online marketing success. It's the only content management system that offers keyword-specific SEO advice, can integrate with your shopping cart system, and offer multi-site management. PixelSilk frees my time while making my company's website easy to manage and promote. Even better, PixelSilk has been embraced by the SEO community. I'm Bruce Clay, and PixelSilk is the first CMS I have ever felt good about recommending. With this winning combination, we have all the tools we need. PixelSilk.com, the ultimate in SEO-driven CMS. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Saddle up with the Search Cowboys. Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm with John Carcutt, SEO Manager for MediaWiz, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Before the break, we were discussing a question from Marjorie Meacham, and uh, it's, a, it's a great question about essentially if PR is removed from the Google toolbar, how will that affect link building and SEO in general? Um, now, John posed that question before I, I moved it out there uh, or moved to break, and I think... Well, first of all, I'm going to take a step back and say that I think PR is, again, it's it's not something that I put a lot of stock in. But in a lot of cases, I do put stock in it if it's above a PR6. And if, if you're showing 6 and above, it does say a lot. It says Google loves your site, <laughs> essentially. So there are elements where it's, it is powerful. And if you see that a, a competitor, when you're doing a competitor analysis, has a lot of PR um, – yeah, a competitor has or a lot of the links going to his site. These guys have high PRs, like we're talking seven, eight, well, the rare nine. Then you know these are really good quality. That That is definitely an indicator. Fives and below, it's all kind of blurs at that point. Yeah. Um, so I do say – I do think that it's going to be a bit of a loss, especially when you're doing link building. And, well, in this case, like I said, competitor analysis. Uh, SEO in general would also affect to some degree. But really, you're, I'm not so sure SEO is going to be a big deal. Um, in my case, I would say that we look at PR maybe two to five percent of the time. Most of our mm-hmm. focus is really on well, let's 
what is the page about? Is it properly optimized? Is it got good content? Is it unique? Um, and is it well linked? I mean, the TR really doesn't play a big role. Well, what's your yeah. thoughts? I, I, I agree completely. I mean, I, I do not use PR as a primary indicator on anything. It's to me what PR in the toolbar does. It's a it's kind of like a monitoring tool. If I see it change, something happened, and I want to know what. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I think it's going to affect link building in one of two ways. If they remove PR from the toolbar, one. Um, some SEOs are going to then at that point find all these interesting, complicated formulas to try to replace that metric. You know, they'll look at the, um, all the different um, inbound links to different pages and inbound links to the pages that are linking to the pages to try to replicate that. I mean, there's there's already some 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 tools out there that can kind of do that. It's that would be a huge boon for like the. Uh, Linkscape from from I think who's that SEO Moz SEO book one of those guys have Linkscape. There's I guess a, SEO Moz, yeah, yeah, that would that'd be great for them because then people are going to turn to them to look for those that kind of linking stuff. There's another company out in Europe, um, Majestic SEO, that does the same kind of stuff. Um, those companies will become much more pre- prevalent, and there'll be a lot of people turning to them to replace that metric. The people that don't do that, the other group, are going to start relying more heavily on relevancy of links instead of the PR of pages. They're going to look at the relevancy, and the, and that's that's going to be the group that's going to be much more successful, I think, um, if they make that change. Start looking at it from a relevancy standpoint over a PR standpoint, and your link building efforts will be much more successful. Yeah, and I would say that uh, people who are just looking at the PR when they're doing link building aren't really – quality link builders i mean you've got to go a lot farther than just pr it's all about relevance and uh hopefully there isn't much of a change they're gonna to have to make i'll put it that way <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> okay <laughs> go ahead well I, I, you want to continue on or question that, three's coming up so question three is fine okay far away who's who's question three from i don't see that on your notes oh it's richard again richard again richard's coming up with all these questions all right great That's great Thank you, Richard, by the way. And anybody else who wants to emulate Richard and send us questions, we'd really be appreciative. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So here's the next question. Uh, Richard says he's been beating his brains out trying to remember what it's called when you get a search site to appear in your search results. So his example is he searched for Threadless, and and there's a pretty popular site out there called Threadless.com. And when you search for Threadless on Google, the first listing is Threadless.com. It it has like a six or eight deep links, and underneath it is another search box just to search Threadless.com. So you have the main Google search box at the top, and then you have another search within a search kind of thing um, specifically for that website. And he's basically um, asking what are they called and how do you get them? Um, is there any way, anything we could do with those kind of, uh, to, to, to manipulate, not necessarily manipulate, but to encourage that kind of activity in your search results? Um, there is a Google blog had a specific post about this back in 2008 when they first launched it. Um, if you search on Google blogs for search within a site, um, you should find the article. Um, they called it specifically teleporting. I'm not sure why. Um, but what most people call it is a site search box. Um, You're not sure. Yes, you know why. How many <laughs> Star Trek fans? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like we are. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you have to just back off from the geekiness of things, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like we were just, I know I'm going off tangent here, but it's like I just found out today, I was really excited that why Google called Wave Wave. Do you know why it's named Wave? Do you remember the television show Firefly? 
Yeah, I love Firefly. They used to communicate instead of using emails. They used Waves, and Google Wave is named after that. No, wait. Oh, now I like it even more. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, so it's even geekier. <laughs> oh, good. I got my dose today then. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I think, can actually put them here if you want. I think I, I'm on the page if you're not already too. Um, yeah, go ahead. And, yeah. So they noted that um, if a person forgot the exact address of a site they would actually just type the name of the site into the Google search box. And well, I'm sure you've experienced this too. A lot of clients do that just by default. They don't even use the address bar anymore. They just use Google. Yep. Um, they've got to love that. Well, when they do that, they would see the result. And they found that through experimenting, that a lot of people wanted to do searches from that point on too. And why use Google again? So what they did is they found that, quote unquote, pre- presenting users with a search box is box as part of the result increased their likelihood of finding the exact page they were looking for. So that's why they've got it there. And really it only occurs and only shows up when you do an exact search for a person for a, a company's uh, URL. Um, you don't even have to add the .com as that threadless example showed. Right. And I, th- I think it's very similar as far as how do you get that appear to appear on your site. It's very similar to the to the um, the, 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 in the site site pages I can't remember the terminology for this the, the, the extra site, site links, site links you, thank you Ross the site links you get it's, there's nothing you can really do to um, say give me one of these to Google I need one you basically have to build uh, enough content and a strong enough site and your, your, your site architecture has to be there and they decide you qualify for one the same thing with the site search box I think you, you, you probably would have to have a pretty deep site I doubt they're going to put one of those on a site that's 10 pages deep um, you know, so so it's. I don't know if anybody's done any research on exactly what kind of qualifications you would need to get one, but my my best guess would be you have to have a pretty deep site with a lot of searchable content, and someone needs to be searching specifically for your domain name. Well, let me just check here. And now, see, they don't do one for mine for Stepforth. Then they show the site links, but they don't show the search option. And our site's not huge, but it's not tiny. So, yeah, yeah you'd have to be a pretty big site, I would think. Exactly. Uh, but that's not a very conclusive analysis. But <laughs> yes, that's very scientific. We need to get Stephen Spencer on here to get his. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yes, we definitely get uh, the, the full answer there. No doubt about that. Um, Cool. All right. Well, I think I had a thought there, but it's gone. It's Friday uh, for us anyways. We're doing a, a record here. So um, let's then look at the uh, some more of the questions I guess we put aside from last time, or unless you'd like to expand on anything. No, no, I think that's good. We've got a lot of good stuff to, to show people or talk okay. about. Well, before we do that, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll come back. We're going to start with a few more questions. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. AffiliateContracts.com is an affiliate network like no other. Hands-on account management right from setup gives personal attention with continual account optimization. And our affiliates will attest our offers consistently pay more money every single day. Seriously. And hey, want to make a lot of money fast? Check out our unbeatable, I mean unbeatable insurance offers. Higher conversions with programs that are sustainable and scalable because AffiliateContracts.com is committed to you for the long run. Bigger payouts, higher conversions, and attention you expect from dedicated affiliate managers. AffiliateContracts.com. That's what the affiliate world needs. 
So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local Pages Affiliate Network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that tee shot. Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with localpages.com. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to PRWebOffer.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online news release and content distribution service. Inboxed, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, SEO Manager for MediaWiz, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. For the break, we were discussing some questions sent in by you, our listeners, and please do send more. Send them to uh, either – actually, the heck, I'm just going to put my email address out there if you want to, too, John. I'm going to say send them to Ross at stepforth.com. Very easy. John? Yep, jcarcutt at mediawiz.com. There you go. And uh, we'd be more than happy to feature them on the show. Um, even if they've been covered before, at least we can give a quick answer on, on, on your, your question and, and, and move on. And, you know, we want everyone to be happy and to listen to the show and learn lots. So that'd be great. Well, we've got some more questions. Uh, John actually added a few more uh, on our big <laughs> list of questions. <laughs> so why don't you start? Um, let's, let's see. Uh, um, here's a fun one. Um, this actually came up. This is why I added it to our list. Um, my new article was ranking on the first page of Google right after I published it. Now it's nowhere to be found. What gives? This is a <laughs> very common. Um, when you publish new content, there's, there's, there's a phenomenon that happens a lot of times where you publish it and then all of a sudden you see it on the first page or the second page of the Google results for, for its targeted phrases. And you're all happy and you're jumping up and down and then a couple days later it's completely gone. And I'm sure pretty much every SEO out there listening has experienced this at one time or another. Um, this there, there's actually a technical name for this phenomenon. It's um, it's called query deserves freshness. And if you if you do some re, if you're doing some research on this, it's QDF is the acronym for what this is. And basically, is when new content comes out, it definitely gets a relevancy boost for a short period of time uh, because it's it's fresh. 
freshness is, you know, the QDF is, it's not as prevalent as it could be, but it is definitely a factor in the algorithm. And that's what's causing those pages to show up right after they're published and then drop and, and disappear until they get some solid links built to them. Very interesting. I hadn't heard the analogy. I mean, I, I've seen it before. I didn't, I didn't have, know it actually had a, a name for it. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There's names for everything. Of course there is. <laughs> Wave, you name it. Yeah, awesome. Okay. Well, let me see. It's, I love this. It's like a grab bag here. What am I going to pick next? What am I going to pick next? Uh, can you explain how I can take advantage of universal search for SEO? That's a good one. I like that new ad. That's a good one. All right. So universal search for SEO. I, I it's a good one. It'll probably much take the rest of the, the show, I think. It's a pretty big question. Okay, universal search, for those that don't know, is essentially when you do a search on, let's say, Google, uh, Bing's got the same thing going these days, but um, you do a search, you will get an integration of results. You might get news, you might get video, you might get images, as well as your organic rankings and, well, sometimes paid. Um, You may even get local search engine rankings. It it is a, a, a big mingle now how do you take advantage of that well take make sure first of all if you want to get any images in there that your images are optimized um and we could do a a good part of a show on that alone uh but really it's making sure that uh i heard a good tip a while ago all of your images say pick of image of whatever you can say that in the um, alt attribute or you can put that actually in the file name or even both um, people do a lot of searches, image of, picture of, and that gives you an opportunity to get found better on a, under a certain phrase or, or term. Um, why don't you t- this is going to be a big one, so why don't you take the next one there, John? Um, uh, Video, maybe. Video, all right. I, just kind of kind of back up a little bit higher, though, is, okay. is using this for universal search for SEO. My impression is that a lot of people want to, you know, dominate the search results for their terms and google has fought that for years people build dozens of websites and or have websites under different names trying to do anything they can so they can own the results for a certain term what universal search does is gives you a you know a very white hat you know authorized method to do just that so if you can if you can have your website ranking for a term you can have an image ranking for a term you could have a, a location ranking for a term and a video and a blog blog result if you have all that all that ranking for the same term you could actually own half of the search results through universal search for seo you can show up in all these different pages for the same search result or all these different places i'm sorry for the same search result um for the same term so from my perspective, if you want to utilize universal search for SEO, that's the advantage, trying to get into every one of those places on the same result. Yeah, you dominate. You can, it's, yeah. it's like the old days when you uh, uh, could accidentally get the top ten rankings. <laughs> yeah, 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 by accident. That's right. Yes. Yeah. I have no idea how we got 10 websites with the same content. <laughs> hey, it could be one website, but they're all good parts of the site. You know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're right. You're dead on. That's a great way of putting it. it, it by universal search is your, your, your entry point to getting the old days back. You know, you can get. Uh, quite a saturation of the top ten, and uh, being your own sites uh, or site, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I know that there's a lot of, still a lot of searches that don't even show Universal Search, and I still don't right. see my picture under my name. So. <laughs> <laughs> don't you have a Google profile down at the bottom of the page that shows your picture? 
you know what? I just got that going the other day. I'm so See? behind. So, one, one thing I would like to say, though, is <laughs> I would not be – and it's not about your picture, Ross. I would, <laughs> I would, I, I wouldn't – I would not – be surprised at all if Google does start putting some limitations on this universal search. If you're showing up in one or two of these places, they may um, look at you a lot harder for the third and fourth one. So, because they do fight this, people trying to, to game them and get as many listings in the same search result as possible. And they'll fight that too once it becomes an issue. Yes, you know it doesn't make a lot of sense sometimes, but I mean, also you know what really doesn't make sense to me is just how could they can do that? I mean, they've got so much computing power, I know, but oh. there's a lot to do. I mean, how oh. can they possibly keep on top of that? I mean, every time I worry about how much computing power Google has and how they're using it, I don't worry about it a lot. But if I think about it, it, it I think about the fact that you can type in a search phrase and. Hit a hit a button, and within within a second or so, Google has looked through a billion web pages, found a top one thousand that it thinks is relevant to what you just typed in, and organizes them in a hierarchical order, and then serves them up to you in in less than a second. That's just unbelievable. If you really think about it from that perspective, it's like amazing. So. <laughs> All right, well, you know, I'll have to talk about that after because I've got a way to actually make that sound simpler. I, I don't think it's nearly that difficult for them, but, y- you know. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it is a lot. I mean, I know there's there's a lot easier ways to, to phrase it to where it makes it sound simpler, but in, in the big picture from the, the, non, the non-search geeks like us, that's what they're doing. Well, but that's where I disagree. I don't because they actually they wouldn't have to search a billion results. They would just search the same results in, in your language. That's a whole lot smaller internet. It's still big. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's still yeah. an amazing achievement. But you're not talking about the entire internet they have to search. That's uh, true. Um, hey. There are certain things that do make it a little bit smaller for them, and they, they've got to be able to cut this into pieces. Otherwise, all right. Be all right. Okay, so they're searching a half a billion pages. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm feeling really exact. Yeah. <laughs> you watch Big Bang Theory. I'm feeling very much like uh, what's, what's his name? Very anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? I guess it's the end of the show. God, it goes fast. It uh, does. I just can't believe it, and, and we have so much fun. Oh, we're going to try and get in a speak uh, a guest next week. We're going to see what we can do. If not, uh, we've got uh, hopefully we'll have more questions from our listeners. Hint, hint. Yep. Hey, I just I also want to let everybody know if you're interested in um, saying hi, I'm going to be out at PubCon um, next month speaking on reputation management. So if you're there, come by and say hi. Yes, and a big hello to the people at the UVic Econ class. I was there speaking last night, and who knows? I'm hoping they're listening to the show and learning a bit more. So uh, to end the show, let's just say our Twitter IDs. Mine's Ross. So you just say at Ross Dunn. That's mine. And John? I'm at John Carcutt. And, uh, you know, feel free to drop us a line, drop us a question, say hey, say how much you like the show or don't like the show. Just let us know. We love feedback. So, uh yep. Join for next Monday, SEO 101, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, and have a wonderful week. Yep. Talk to you later.
Grand Canyon University, a Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering over 200 engaging programs online. GCU invests in high demand areas such as nursing, teaching, and the sciences. Students engage with faculty who become partners in your success. GCU's online students received over $100 million in scholarships in 2020. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you qualify for.